Hey everyone, welcome to PTSD TV. Today is PTSD and relationships. It is Thursday and the title of today's episode is how to get your partner to understand PTSD and be on your side. So always when we're doing the relationship episode, yes, it's about partners and intimate and romantic relationships, but also about loved ones and friends and things of that nature. And sometimes dogs. So for uh, this episode <laughs> <Always> of <laughs> PTSD TV is sponsored by Broken to Unbreakable, which is my PTSD and CPTSD recovery program. So for those of you who don't know me, my name's Keeleen. I'm a PTSD and CPTSD recovery coach. I had CPTSD of my own for over 15 years and now no longer do, which is why I get to do what I do every day. It's the most amazing thing. And this lovely man to my right here is... Brad Shipke. I am her significant other, and I also had PTSD and fully recovered from it. And I was there for every step of her recovery journey. And um, today's really cool because you get to see both sides, how we were able to kind of go through, you know, both, both our individual recovery journeys and, you know, come out the other side intact and actually stronger and more connected and more in love than when we even started. So... That's a really cool perspective that you guys get to have that I wish we had back then. So I'm really excited to dive in. Yeah. So for those of you, for it's your, if it's your first time, thank you for joining us. Uh, for those of you who are uh, recurring, you know, thank you for being here as well. We're very excited to have all of you on the podcast and to be giving this information to you every day. It fills us. It feeds us. We love it. Yeah. Um, so we're really excited to dive in, especially relationships is one of my personal favorite episodes because yeah. um, for me, definitely the genuinely, I think the most heart-wrenching heart-ripping part of the recovery process was the thought of losing you my person my soulmate my yeah. whatever you know just and like even at times losing me and even at times losing yeah, it wasn't you. perfect we didn't stick together throughout the whole thing because it was really really hard it was so hard for both of us and to to now be on the other side and have that love be alive and flourishing and like I mean, like Brad said, like we're stronger than ever. We're better than ever. We have so much love for each other. And, but that definitely for me was one of the most sensitive and biggest pain points was losing you, the fear of losing you, the fear of never being able to be with you again Yeah. and hurting you ultimately. So that's why it's my favorite episode. Yeah. I know it's a little bit of a dark start, but um, truly and genuinely it comes out of a place of love. Yeah. And it's really cool because if you can make it through this, on both sides, you'll come out the other side with a relationship that is better than probably anything that anybody else has because you guys have gone through hell together and you've built a stronger connection than pretty much anyone on earth. And you'll have a deeper love and deeper connection and just like have built this family. I don't really have any other kind of way to describe it, but like you build a family within each other and you actually get to feel that with the other person. Like they're actually your family. <laughs> And Kay might cry right now, but <laughs> tears of joy. <laughs> tears of joy. <laughs> because it is such that. a, yeah, yeah. And like, that's the feeling. Like, it's hard to describe it in any other way other than just like, you get out the other side and it's just like unconditional love and that feeling of just like family. So it's really cool. It's a sweet start. <laughs> <laughs> um, and, and truly what makes it fulfilling and warming. And, and to me, my favorite thing is, is knowing and feeling the darkness and the dark mm -hmm. place. And then feeling that from you and hearing that from you and feeling that, yeah, that family yeah. feeling. So, and then also knowing for you guys that like, it was extremely, extremely hard for us. We did break up at one point and we got back together and we worked through everything together to get to the point where we are now. And like, there is a light at the end of the tunnel. And when you're going through it, you don't necessarily know that you're like, you're just so uncertain about everything. And like, we, that's where we were. We're like, mm -hmm. 
we didn't even know like you could get over PTSD, you know, like it was so bad in our lives and like controlled so much of our lives that we didn't even know you could even get over it. So like, we just had this huge uncertainty about our future and whether or not it was even possible. And we were constantly questioning, can we even do this? And I think what I want you guys to get out of this the most is that like, you can get through this and you will get through this if you keep pushing. Um, and you never give up, like you will get through this to a point. And there is a light, there is a place where you can get to without PTSD and where you can have that strong, loving relationship that feels like family and like home. So that is what I want to give to you is like that little, that vision of the future is possible and that you guys can all attain it. That's amazing. That's amazing way to describe it. Like that, that light right at the end of the tunnel there. Cause you don't and, know. And you don't know. Right. And we didn't so know. And it's, it's an extremely challenging journey. It's, I mean, it's, it's arduous. Like it's, it's really challenging. And it beats you down too. those and thoughts. It hurts. Yeah. Where and you're like, I'm not sure if we can do this. You feel uncertain and everything seems up in the air. And so that's why we love to bring this to you. And there is hope and you can overcome PTSD. Again, it's so much work. Yeah. Um, but for those of you who are just joining us, you know, we, we always try to, to drive home the point that you can overcome this, right? No matter how long you've been dealing with this, living with this, no matter what you've been through, CPTSD, PTSD, you can overcome this and you can live a life free of this. And something I talked about earlier this week was like, you know, some people get their life back, right? So like if you had your life, you're an adult and you had your life and you had what you wanted and then something bad happened and then you get PTSD or CPTSD, whatever it is, you can get your life back. And for those of you who, you know, were hurt really, really young, you don't even know what it's like to live your life, to to be who you're supposed to be, who you want to be. And, you know, you can transform into that individual in this journey. And it's the most amazing thing. So that's why we're here. We're here to love you, to hug you, mm -hmm. to sometimes kick you in the butt. Um, but we'll, I guess, just kind of dive right in here. So yeah. how to get your partner to understand PTSD and be on your side. And again, when we talk about partner, you know, whether it's loved one or best friend, whatever it is, a dog, right? Um, <laughs> how to get them to understand what you're going through and be on your side. And, you know, the first thing definitely for us, for Brad and I was defining communication. And we talked about this a little bit in a few weeks ago, I think, but it is so, so important. And, you know, you have to define what communication looks like in your relationship and like relationships, <clears throat> again, no matter who it is, boss, sibling, parents, kids, whatever it is, communication is key, right? Communication is key always. It literally is the key to That's it, right? <laughs> everything. Like if you can't communicate properly, you're just not going to get through this cuz like you're going to have to have hard conversation after hard conversation after hard conversation until you get out to the other side and then they're just going to get a little <laughs> less hard and a little less hard. Yeah. But you're still going to have to have those conversations and really like I I I'm pretty sure everybody knows the feeling where like you just have this thing eating inside of you and then you talk about it and then it's just gone. Like I feel so you much just better process now. It. Yeah. Um, so communication, right, is always key, but something that's important, especially when there's a hurt party or hurt parties involved, right, hurt people involved, is defining what communication looks like. Mm -hmm. Because, and this was something, again, that we had to do, and we didn't even know we had to do this, but Brad and I had very different communication styles, right? So, like, when I would communicate, and, like, I'm definitely an over-communicator, but, or I definitely was kind of an over-communicator, meaning, like, I'm going to say everything that's on my mind and I'm going to say it with whatever emotional intent I want to say it. Right. So whether that's yelling or being upset or throwing things or, you know, <laughs> like I'm going to communicate going to express with myself fully. <laughs> and to him, you know, he kind of liked to, he preferred, right. At, at, 
times to not communicate and to kind of sit and think and like push it away. And, you know, that was kind of his form of communication. But when we came together, you know, he had an ideal communication style and I had no idea. And his ideal communication style is like, okay, listen, okay, like we can communicate, but to me, communication, conversation doesn't involve raised voices. And that like, (laughs) that like turned my world upside down. (laughs) I'm not even kidding. And so I was like, I just kind of gained some understanding on his perspective and like why we weren't able to communicate. Cause like whenever I communicated w- like with wild emotion, he would like shut down and he would like, he didn't consider that a form of communication. Whereas like, I was like, I am going to get my point across <laughs> no matter how many ice cream th- sandwiches mm-hmm. I have to throw at you. Um, <laughs> so that was an important conversation that we have was just like getting even on the same wavelength about communication. And you know, s- like something that I brought to the table is like, you know, I really, I would really appreciate communicating right away about all of the things that are going on. Cause like it hurt me to like get the silence, right? I would rather like be upset at the other unknown hurts than it hurts. Right. Or so can hurt, yeah. we both kind of had to come to the table and bring our own perspective and needs to the table. And that was a really yeah. important conversation for us, Brad, to be like, okay, screaming, fighting, you know, is not how I'm going to communicate. And he just set that standard. That to me is not communication. We need to cool off before we do anything. Mm -hmm. And to me, it was like, okay, running is not communication. You know, we have to make sure we get it out and we get it all on the table. So we both brought something to the table for that. Right, right. And that's, that's super important because like my perspective on it is like my, my way of communicating was not communicating on the hard subjects. I just like, I would like hold it in it and I like would try to let it go, but it really would just eat me up on the inside and I just wouldn't communicate at all and i think i don't know part of that might just be like my upbringing and stuff but um i don't know like i just i wouldn't say anything so like kayleen really had to communicate with me on how she wanted to communicate which was just like talk about it Mm -hmm. but then i came in i was like okay if we're gonna talk about it like i want to talk about it Mm -hmm. and like for me it was like i'll get a little personal it was like it was pretty sensitive it was really hard for me to you know express my emotions and like express my weaknesses and like all the things that I was going through. So like, that was a really difficult thing for me to like go out on a limb and say all these things. Cause I was afraid of getting hurt. And like, that's like kind of like a personal thing to share, but like I was afraid to put myself out there to get hurt, you know? And Kayleen was able to build an environment where she just accepted that. So like another form of communication, which I don't even know if we, we didn't like, verbally communicated but like with her body language and just her what she was how she was communicating was like i'm accepting you you know so she created this environment where i could feel free to share you know my emotions that i was really embarrassed to have and i felt accepted from that and like that was if 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 she shut me down or judged me or got angry at me for like my emotions i would have shut down even more and like it might have even just put up a wall altogether and like built this you know protective side of me that was like if I ever share anything she's gonna get mad so I'm not gonna share anything personal ever again (laughs) but she was able to build this environment where I felt comfortable well it was it still isn't comfortable comfortable to share uncomfortable things but um build that environment where I can share those uncomfortable things without the fear of, you know, being judged or anything like that. So that is another thing where like, 
I don't even think we were thinking about this when we first started, but like that are like nonverbal communication, you know, like, what are you communicating to the other person? Like, how are you accepting them? And you want to define that for yourself too. How does that look for you and your relationship? How do you want that to go? That's a great point actually. And I'm so happy that we were able to build that, but I do think it was like a natural and it's, it's a give and take, right? It's like on both sides. Yeah, yeah. I was, you know, I was comfortable with you. You didn't judge me and vice versa. Um, but that was definitely natural for us and not something like Brad said, we verbally communicated. However, it might be something you need to verbally communicate and that's fine. Right. Mm. Because like we're human, yeah. like whether we want to admit it or not, we judge people. Right. And we get hurt. And so like, it, it's so easy, especially in relationships. Like if Brad said something that was like, you know, you know, Kate, like when, when you get angry at me, I, you know, I, I hate myself or whatever it is. And then me to like get all worked up and be like, well, you shouldn't feel like that. It's not about you. Right. And so like, <laughs> rather than just being like, I'm so sorry. And like accepting his feelings. Right. And accepting my feelings and like acceptance all around. So that is something to communicate as well. Like, listen, when we have these conversations, you know, this is what it looks like. This is what we're going to bring to the table. And we just need to like, so be so active about keeping an open mind mm -hmm. and just just love and acceptance all around yeah. right and just try to do your best to remember that like you love them so much you don't mean to hurt them and mm -hmm. vice versa right and know that you're on the same team and on the same page and begin to build that environment of like i accept those feelings i love those feelings mm -hmm. and we're going to work through those feelings together because that is important yeah yeah and one way, I don't think I've ever even told you this, what, that I like to um, <laughs> kind of when, when I am in those difficult situations and I just want to like, I have like that anger inside of me and I just want to like, like lash out at you or blame you for something. I try to like take myself, separate my mind from myself and look at things from like, look at things from like a third party perspective, you know, like how would, if I was watching two other people go through this exact conversation, what would I think? So it, I'm able to like pull myself out of the situation and do my best to look at things objectively without emotion to make the best decision. And I almost kind of visualize that too. Like my consciousness or my, my part of my brain is just like coming out of my head and just like floating there and like looking down at the scene and trying to look at things objectively without um, my personal emotions or guttural emotions attached yeah. to it. Because like oftentimes like, like you, maybe like you go through a fight or something and then you calm down and you look back and you're like, Oh, okay. Like I probably shouldn't have said that. Or like, I probably shouldn't have done that. But if you can take that objective view in the moment, it really helps, helps you cool down. helps you accept the other person, accept the whole situation and really just keep things at a calm level. Yeah. That's a yeah. really good point. Really too. just like the, like the, the game of relationships is just like, it really comes down to communication and like knowing how to communicate with your person effectively. effectively. Yeah. yeah. That's, that's all that it's about. Right. And it's, it's it, silly. You, actually. you have to be in control of your own communication style too. On top of like meeting someone halfway, but like, so like something I used to do is like, I, I used to like feel the urge to like say something really spiteful. <laughs> like, and like, as I started, you know, we started to communicate better and like, I started to learn and grow within myself and kind of do a similar thing and like kind of take myself out and be like, okay, like, don't say anything like that. Okay. Like I know you're feeling the urge to say that, but like, just think about the repercussions for one second. And so what I would do is try to just think about like the future, like 
is this going to help us solve the situation? Is this going to help us end this conversation in a healthy way? Or is this going to end up in a screaming, fighting, throwing match, right? And so like, are the next words I'm going to say helpful or really, really hurtful, right? Because like, you know, in my, in my body, my soul, I'm like, okay, I love this person. I love this guy. Like, I know we're going to get past this somehow. And am I about to say something that's really mean and really hurtful that doesn't help the conversation that pushes us backwards? Or am I going to say something that's helpful and that can help us accept each other and love each other and move forward together and try to solve this issue? So that's, that's kind of something that I do as well is yeah. like think about how, how is this going to end? You know, so that's really important. And that's a hard thing to do. And it doesn't come naturally. You're going to have to force yourself to do those things. It's going to mm-hmm. be really hard because you're going to want to follow that anger. Cause like when you feel that anger, you want to feel angry. You want to be spiteful. You want to say that thing. You just want to, you know, dig that <laughs> knife in, in. And like, ah, really get in there. But, um, you have to, it's going to be really hard, but you have to force yourself to not do that yeah. and to do the right thing and take that objective view. If you want things to work, if you don't, you know, <laughs> so, okay. So, so <laughs> define what communication looks like within your own relationship, right? Talk about your commu- communication styles you know, communicate about communicating. Super, super important. That is like the foundation of everything. And it's right? super annoying because you have to communicate all the time. It's like, especially in the beginning, because you, you don't know what the other person's thinking on any level. So it's super annoying, but you're gonna have to over communicate. It's the best annoying thing ever. It is because you feel so much better afterwards. And then number two, right? Express. <laughs> you, so let's go. We went off for a while there. So the topic right today is how to get your partner to (laughs) understand PTSD and be on your side. So, you know, define communication within your own relationship. Number two, express, express your visions on both sides. So, you know, when you're coming together to communicate and Brad and I just, we talk about this all the time. Like we're kind of now obsessed with this, but we kind of made ourselves on our recovery journey, talk about our future and our vision. This was something Brad brought, brought to the table in like a huge way. He was like, okay, like where do you see us in five years or where do you see uh, like what do you want to do with your life like what's your goal what's your whatever and you know when you come together to communicate it's really important that you know you're communicating about your personal vision and your personal both personal visions and your team vision and this is really important especially on the healing process right because like something that and this I know really affected you Brad was like what helped you through the process of like being in a relationship with someone that was like so hurt and so hurting, what helped Brad was like knowing that I was working on things to get better, that I was actively trying and that I was, I was doing kind of, I was doing my best to find a solution and help myself and, and bring my best self to the team. Mm -hmm. And yes, at that moment it was PTSD related, but also just as this is who we are as a couple is we always want to be doing that. So that's something we're still currently doing, right? Like I do my best every day to bring my best self to, to show up in my life for me and to show up in our relationship, in our team. I want to bring my best version of myself to the team, right? So something I'm, I'm constantly doing and Brad is constantly doing on his side is like, constant self-improvement like how can I be a little bit better how can I you know be a better girlfriend or how can I be a better business partner how can I be a better human you know how can I have more energy or have more fun or make you laugh more right and so I'm always trying to like give and serve at the highest level right and that is really important too so like 
define your own like we have our own personal visions goals and it's the best to talk about that but then we also define our team goal and something that we've communicated at length about is like we want to be able to bring our best selves to the table for our future and for our kids or whatever and so like we're constantly working on ourselves to have a stronger and better team and that is so so important and I know this was like pivotal for you when we were both struggling it was like okay like I need to know that like you're working right you're like trying on this and like you're working to better yourself for our future because if you know if we're not bettering ourselves for our future our current reality is going to stay the same forever and like you know he was very honest about like that's it's not something that I can do, right? It's it's like, I love you. You're my soulmate, right? I'm willing to stick this out with you if we're working on solutions, if we're working on trying, if we're working on moving forward. And, you know, that's so, so important. Yeah. And I don't want that to come off. I, I'm, I hope that didn't come off like you're narcissistic or like kind of a, a jerk or no, anything like no, that. No. It was all coming out of love and it was all coming out of like, you know, when I, Brad was saying that, I was like, okay, like, I don't want to, st- I don't want you to be in pain. I don't want you to hurt like this because you shouldn't have to and no one should have to. And, and I know that there's something that we can do about it. And mm-hmm. so like, we need to grow and move forward and, you know, work on that. Mm. Well, many times I felt like I was at the end of my rope too. Um, because it is, a, it is a team journey at the end of the day. Like I'm going through my own things. She's going through her own things. And it's extremely difficult at all times. And um, just thinking back to those moments where like I, I had those conversations with you about, you know, trying to create that vision um, kind of puts me back there right now and like makes me really reflect on how far that you've come and like putting myself back in that situation, not knowing that things were going to get better and not knowing that the pain was going to end, not knowing that like you having flashbacks and nightmares for essentially all day, not knowing that that was going to end. Like that was a really hard place to be. And knowing that you, us expressing that vision of you working on things and that vision of, you know, like I do imagine a life without this gave me enough hope and enough like motivation to like stick in there and it really was everything because I really felt like I was at the end of my rope. And that might be a perspective that some of you guys might not be able to see in your partner is that like, it is insanely hard on both sides and they want to most likely want to be there more than anything. And they just feel like they can't, and they need that, that piece of hope. They need to know that you're working on things. Um, and obviously they need to work on things too, but it's, it's so important. That's why, like, I love doing these things for you guys too, is that, like I said in the beginning, like, I want to let you guys know that it, it can end, that there is a point in time where like all this pain ends and that there is hope for you and your relationship and everything. And it's not going to be like this forever. And I'm getting a little choked up talking about this and I'm really trying not to, but, um, because it's hard to go back to that place in my mind and, and put myself there and, and feel that hopelessness and, just remembering what that felt like was really, really hard. And I want to get across that that does end. This does end. There is a way through it. And it starts by creating that vision in your mind and communicating that vision with 
your partner and then taking action and doing everything you can to make that vision a reality because you can get there. Like we did it. I don't even know how the hell we did it. I know how we did it, but like back then I'm like, how that hell are we going to do this? And like, mm-hmm. I look back and I'm like, that is just like that. It, like I, I understand why people say it's impossible because it seemed impossible mm-hmm. back then, but um, it's not in, in expressing that vision and, Oh, doing everything you can to get there is, is it was really, it was a pivotal point, but also a, um, it was essential. It was essential. It was essential for that hope to build that hope between us just enough. It wasn't even like, I feel like everything's going to get better, but it gave us just enough hope to push through all that pain, all that suffering, all that hardship to get to the other side. And there is another side and it's going to be a lot of hard work, but it, it doesn't have to take a long time either. <laughs> That's amazing. Um, you made me choke up too. So, you know, there's this old saying, right? It says, uh, days drag, years fly. And that is what it felt like, right? And like, there was just enough hope to keep moving forward. And, you know, and we didn't have anyone helping us. And we didn't, we didn't, like, th- this is why we do what we do now. This is why we do the podcast. This is why we're always you know, writing blogs and like I do the trainings and stuff. It's, it's genuinely because like we like barely had enough hope to do this and we didn't have a path, right? Completely, completely in the dark. But now like we know what works. We have a path. We have this belief and we want to give that to you, right? We want to give that to the world that like if you're in that position and you happen to stumble across the podcast, a blog, the training, my, my Instagram page, whatever it is that you can have just, you can get that little bit of hope or you can start to build on that hope a little bit more and get there a heck of a lot faster. And, and that like, like we wouldn't get emotional talking about it if it wasn't something that is truly in our souls. And like, we're here to, to feed and like to, to serve you. And that is why we're here. And that is why we do what we do. And I think that's like, like you saying all that is just like a true testament to that because it, it, like we, it's, it's easy to look back and be like, Oh yes, we did it. Great. But like to really bask in the moments where it was like, are we going to be able to do this? Like this feels, this is the worst pain I've ever felt. Right. And, and to look back and to feel that and then to see where we're at now and the radical difference is amazing. And you expressed it really well. So it seems impossible. It seems impossible. We promise you that it is possible and that you can do this. And that's why we're here. Mm -hmm. And that's our overall message, right? Every single day. That's the message that we want to get across to you is that you can do this no matter what, no matter how you feel, what you've been through, where you're at, what your situation, what your circumstance doesn't matter if you're living out of your car. It doesn't, it doesn't like, it just doesn't right. Your life is your life. Your pain is your pain. You can do this. There is a way to do it. Right. And like we give and serve and that's what we're here to do. And we try to give you as much as we possibly can. And we want that to come across. We do. So we, we, I, I, the last thing I want is for you guys to feel what we felt back then without the hope in those moments of we're just, it's just like pure despair. And that is why we do everything. Um, but yes, create that vision because <laughs> it is so por- important and communicate that vision. Um, and I think we'll, that transfers well into, um, our third point today, which is you have that vision and then you want to create a plan and take action on the plan 
to heal and to achieve that vision, right? So it's one thing to have that vision to be like, I am doing everything I can. Then it's another thing entirely to actually go and do the hard things day in and day out and stay committed to it until you start seeing results. Because most people, they, they'll get started down a path and you'll hit some roadblocks, which are inevitable. And then you'll stop. You'll stop getting back up essentially. And if you stop getting back up, then you are 100% guaranteed to lose. So you have to keep getting up and up and up and up and keep taking action on the plan that you create. Yeah. As a team. As a team, right? And so like when you come, right? So that second step, express that vision, individual vision and team vision, especially during the healing process, right? And you can make it just about the healing process. And then you create that plan individually and as a team, right? So you, you think about, and this is what we just talked about is like personal development. We're, co- we're constantly doing this because like you never really reach your potential, right? You never max out. So we can always get a little bit better and a little mm-hmm. bit better. And there's no pressure on that. It's just like that. This is just how humans are. Right. And so, you know, when you sit down, you, okay, you express your visions and then, you know, think of your relationship as like a business. And, and this, I think is a great way to think about it. So you, you know, you have your team meeting, you say, okay, these are our goals. This is what we want to accomplish. Now, how are we going to do it, right? Here are the tasks that need to be done. And then you divide them into your team members, right? So you do something and your partner does something. And you each have these tasks because you each have these individual goals, which make the team stronger, right? So kind of, you know, and this is kind of something that we did is like, come together, talk about it. Okay, this is our vision. Okay, these are your responsibilities. Brad, these are your responsibilities. And then we'll, we'll keep meeting up. We'll keep talking. And we'll keep, you know, as we progress, we'll change the tasks that we do. Maybe we can switch tasks. I don't know. Like, you have to take care of yourselves in order to, like, feed the team, ultimately. Mm-hmm. But I think that's a good way to think about it. Like, you, you guys are managing each other. You're managing your relationship, this team relationship. So, like, there are things that, like, you both bring to the table, and that you both need to express to each other. And this mm-hmm. is something that like, you know, Brad was, I don't know, he was at work or whatever and he was Googling stuff. I don't know. And he was like, hey, Kay, you know, I think that you should try this. Why don't you try this for, you know, the, the next month, try to put this into action. And I'd be like, okay, great. And like, and you know, if I saw something that I think would really help him, right? Like, hey, Brad, I think this would really help you with that, you know, communication. You know, why don't you try this? Okay, great. And so you have to be open-minded and keep communicating yeah. with each other, but create that plan to individually heal. And it'll make you so much stronger as a team. Yeah. I, I, I would highly suggest too that you put it down on paper too mm-hmm. and really like think it through. Um, but having that plan, you all, another way to think about this is that you, you kind of want to be a coach to your partner as well. It's yeah. Like you want to be like whatever, a life coach for that person to keep them responsible, keep them accountable on everything that they're doing. And like really just there to help support them, become the best person that they can be. Um, so it's like, you're doing everything that you can to heal, but also everything you can do to, you know, hold the other person accountable and help them through their own journey. And sometimes that is extremely hard to do, mm-hmm. especially in those very, very low moments. And like in those very low moments, you really honestly just need to focus on you. Like when you're like at rock bottom, you need to focus on you because you can't focus on anything else. So like you are ultimately most important. So you can bring your best self to coach your partner, to help support your partner and keep them accountable and help them grow. Cause without you, you can't even be there. Mm-hmm. So number one is you and then being there, um, to be that coach and supporting partner for your partner. Yeah. 
Yeah, yeah. that's always important, right? You and have we would to have first. we would have meetings sometimes every week. We'd go to like a local diner, yeah, sit Phil's. down. What do we call it? Goal goal getting, goal setting. Breakfast at Phil's. Oh Breakfast. no, it was a Thursdays at Phil's or something. Th- something like that. Whatever. But we pull out like our goals. We pull out her plans and we talk we about things. Binder. And we essentially coach each other through it. And just through our healing plan, through our like development plan, our personal development plan, where we wanted to go, how we were achieving our goals, you know, what was in our way, what were the, the, um, the, the walls that we were hitting and how, like we talked to each other about how we can get around those walls. So like we would really come down and communicate and be a team behind it. And like, that's what we mean when we say be a team, like, cause you really are a team and like you strategize together, you, like you work together and it's, it's honestly like one of the most fun things to do too. Like I want to go do it right now. I know. I, I forgot that we <laughs> did that for a while. Um, but yeah, creating that plan, putting it into action is the next step. And the most important thing to get your partner to understand your PTSD and to then get on your side. This is an, an essential part. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. That's awesome. Do you want to do a quick recap? Quick recap. We went on forever today. That's awesome. <laughs> okay. So how to get your partner to understand your PTSD and be on your side. Number one, first and foremost, define what communication means in your relationship and what you're going to both bring to the table. Number two, express your personal visions and your visions on both sides, right? What are your goals? Where are you going? Number three, create a plan to individually heal, individually reach those visions. Like Brad said, you're each other's coach. You're there to love and support each other, help each other up when you're down, but you have to take care of yourself first. So individually heal and it'll make the team stronger. And our action today is to do these three things with your partner, your loved one, your best friend, or your dog. Okay. So (laughs) definitely, you know, take action on these, right? We always talk about action, action, action. If Brad and I never talked, if we never went to Phil's with our binders (laughs) and wrote down our goals and talked about our obstacles, we would have never recovered genuinely. So you have to take action on these things. And, you know, like I I remember like going to Phil's, right? And doing that and even meeting in the park sometimes and eating Mm -hmm. PB&J and going through this binder. We had this binder, we had these printouts, we had these actions, we had these, you know, these are my notes on it. And like that all comes from a solution oriented mind and you have to be solution oriented. So like, it's amazing that you all show up to the podcast that you've been in it this long. I know this was a long episode that, you know, it definitely keeps showing up, right? That's an action in itself, but there's a lot of action to be taken in this healing journey. You know, if you want those relationships to not only survive, but flourish, you have to have to have to take action. And the biggest point that we can get across anytime right is that it is possible to do this and you have to look actively for solutions so when brad and i hit roadblocks even now in our in our lives right we're like okay how can we do this you know what can we do to solve this problem or what can we do to work around this and like it's so so important that we spend the time to look for the solutions right Mm -hmm. and we're giving you the actions here but you do have to apply them to your life so the action today is do this with your partner, your loved one, or your dog or your cat. I I wanted to discriminate. Um, and then, um, it's going to be amazing. I promise you it'll be amazing. You're laying this foundation for your life. I mean, this is like, you're putting in work for your future. Like you're building a life either by yourself or with someone. It doesn't matter what it is, right? Mm -hmm. Do this with yourself, set your goals, look at your vision. How do you communicate with yourself? How do you talk to yourself? Like, and I know we talk about this a lot, but we talk about it a lot because it's really important, right? I'm not going to make stuff up just to make it different, right? It's really important. How do you communicate with yourself? How do you communicate with other people? Would you say what you say to yourself 
to your dog. Would you do that? Like, no. Right. <laughs> so be kind to yourself. Remember that you're human. Don't beat yourself up. Um, and take these actions. Ready for some that final words? That was perfect. That was perfect. All right. <laughs> Thank <laughs> you. Um, so some final words here today. If you haven't seen it yet, um, I just got a song stuck on my head. <laughs> if you haven't seen it yet, uh, go to overcomingptsd.info slash go and you can watch the recovery training that I'm running right now. So it's a great training. It's going to help you build that belief, give you that hope. Again, now that you've, listen to this episode or seen this episode, whatever it is, you know, you've heard our mission, you know, you saw both of us get a little bit choked up today, which is not something we normally do on podcasts, but, um, especially when it comes to those relationships and those dark places and reflecting on them, like we, we are so grateful to be where we're at now and we mm-hmm. so don't want you to feel hurt. So overcoming PTSD.info slash go. And I talk a lot more about my journey, about little moments and really like three concepts that if you have these three concepts, you you will be able to do this and then I talk about working with me one-on-one at the end um so like I said at the beginning of the episode I'm a recovery coach I work with people all around the world it's so amazing in so many different countries and every day I just hear this amazing feedback like um and I shared this one a few times this week and it just it's in my head and I can't stop sharing it and just like someone reached out and they said to me like I'm finally becoming the woman I always dreamed of being or something very similar (laughs) and it just hit me and I stopped and I cannot stop sharing that information and that to me is like you know the program that I run is called broken to unbreakable because like broken to normal it's great but is that really all that enticing and so getting to that unbreakable part getting to like I'm living my dream life I'm starting this business I'm 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 public speaking right I'm writing a book I'm I'm working in my community. I'm, I'm working with my church. Like that to me is like the beyond is so important, right? Because like for us getting back to normal was great. It was great. And then it was boring and <laughs> we want to keep improving. And that's why what we talked about too on the episode today is just like, you know, we keep bringing our best selves to the table. We keep trying to get a little bit better every day and growing because if you're not growing, you're going backwards. So really important. Anyway, so I share a lot of different stories on the recovery training and it's definitely worth checking out with you and your partner or you can send it to them, whatever it is. It's it's amazing for both of y'all. So overcoming PTSD.info slash go to see that and we'll put the link below. And then, you know, if you got any value out of this, which I know you did because you're still here, right? You're still listening <laughs> to the end bit. Um, you know, definitely make sure you subscribe. We're here. We try to be here five times a week. Monday's motivation, Tuesday's PTSD book club. Wednesday's our recovery workshop. Thursday, like today, is relationships. And Friday's a Q&A. Um, so subscribe, like, share, you know, like us or hate us. Make sure that you rate us. It helps us reach more people. And you've seen today that that is our ultimate mission. We want to reach as many people with this message as possible. Whether we ever know it or not, whether we ever work together or not, we want to spread this message. This is our mission. We believe it's our duty and our obligation to give. Um, So if you could help us with that, we would so appreciate it. We so appreciate you showing up and listening and, you know, giving your time and giving your ear to us and to our message. And we hope that it gets through to you. All right. And through right to your soul and your heart, because that's where it's coming from, from us. Um, So make sure you subscribe, hit the notification bell. If you're on YouTube, and, you know, share it with someone. Who do you know? Share it with your partner. If your partner doesn't listen or watch with you, you know, it's a great, that's a great start because then you can talk about the episode together, right? That's a great start. And so then they can hear it in their own perspective and be like, oh, okay, this is what it means to me. And you can say, oh, this is what it means to me. Great. That was a great episode. <laughs> 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 and you can talk about it and that will that's give you an a, easy way to, to a base to yeah. start um, 
so they understand where you're coming from. So you're not just coming out of like left field and being like, what does communication mean to you? And they'll be <laughs> like, I don't know, I'm just talking. Like, um, so that would be a great uh, start. But that is, I think, what I have. Perfect again. Oh, lovely. <laughs> <laughs> okay, so we love you. We believe in you. We're here for you. If you have any questions, reach out. I'll put my email below. And um, we will see you tomorrow for our Q&A. And, uh, and y'all got this. Yeah, you, you got this. We're here <laughs> for you. All right. All right. <laughs> Bye-bye. Bye-bye.